<laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the One Corner Podcast. Uh, that beautiful sultry instrument instrumental was brought to you by none other than Tan Chun Yen. Thank you. For Thanks. That. I get it a lot. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, once again, my name is Wyatt Funny, and joining me are three handsome-looking dudes. Me? Are you talking about me? Am I the yes, handsome I'm dude? I'm talking about you. Oh, okay. My name is Chun Yen. I'm 24. Yeah. I'm a Chinese. This is... Butch. Butch. <laughs> <laughs> and we have... My name is Kevin. Hello, beautiful people. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing on this fine... Fifteenth uh, of April on a Wednesday night. How are you guys doing? I had an exciting day of staying at home. Exciting, like or should be. Uh huh. Just making sure nobody's breaking the law. Right. I've just been trying to scroll Tinder and you know try to get scroll some hormones. Oh. And there, but so far there's no been no luck. The hormones uh-huh. are active. The hormones are definitely <laughs> <Right>. active. <laughs> Wait, wait, is there even anything to scroll on Tinder now? Because like, you're always in the same location, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, then isn't, isn't you like, re-choosing the, the same people? Uh, that's true. Shunyan spitting hard facts but about... What to do, man? Desperation, bro. Right. This, song, this could be our plug. Hey, um, Tinder, if you feel strongly otherwise, and you're hearing this, and you want to give out like, I don't Which know, free premium gold to four men testing out this app, just let us know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be very happy. What makes you think I already don't have a girl? Leaks. Is that why you're growing the moustache? Worried? Yes. Yes. Apparently she likes it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, today, I just felt that we should have a more relaxed podcast. Uh, we're just going to be talking, since we're all stuck at home, all the four of us, we're going to be talking about uh, shows or movies that we've been watching or <clears throat> we have watched and we can recommend uh, for other people to go and watch. So, you know, it's going to be a, a more relaxed podcast, I guess. No I don't know. No, yeah. fighting. no fighting. Oh, I mean, we will fight, I think. We Differing will. opinions. We may fight. Yeah. each other's show choices. Fighting. Yep. Uh, this video, this video, this podcast will also have a video version, which we might be posting. Oh. So you can look out for that as well. Um, and one more time, I'm just going to say this from the previous episode as well, that we are recording on Zoom, so the audio might not be as clear as the previous other episodes. And Chuna is about to play his kalimba. He's not playing his kalimba. Nice, Chuna. Very, very good. Okay, how about, uh, how about we start with uh, Kevin. Kevin Montero. Mr. Montero himself. Hero. What show do you have that you can recommend to people to watch? Just to give some context to the show itself, I believe it came out in like 20, 2010, 2011. I think we were all like, as in, okay, for us since we're 34, 23, this is when we were all like little kids at like sec 2, sec 3. So I would actually take the time to correct <laughs> uh, this episode on LimeWire. If you remember LimeWire, you're real, you're real oh. cheap. You can remember LimeWire. So every week I, I actually don't know what's like wire. Yeah, it's a, it's a dodgy torrent. Yeah, it's a tor- it was a torrenting thing. Think about it. Think of it as pirate base old face. Yeah. But Excuse now, me. What? His face looks like that. 
<laughs> get worried. <laughs> yeah, um, these episodes will come out weekly on a. Sh- I forgot which channel it was, but my family wasn't subscribed to that channel, so I had to make do with the torrenting, and I was so like, uh, insistent on catching every episode punctually to not fall back on the story plot. And actually now, uh, thanks to beautiful modernization of technology, it is on Netflix. It is called Community. It's a okay. oh, I like it. Nice show. Thank you, Junyan. It's a very, wow. very uh, diverse show that does a good job at bringing humor into some serious topics that they occasionally talk yeah, about. I'm going gonna, gonna right. to just put the show on the background so you can still talk about it, but you know, yeah, carry on. Go for it, go for it. So okay. actually, this clip itself is a good summary. Every day on my way to school, I drive through downtown past the courthouse just to get a glimpse of the world that I once ruled. And I just want to jump out oh. of my car, run up the steps, and exploit the legal system for profit. But I can't. I'm locked out of my old kingdom. You're not. You see what I'm saying? You're saying I could be a lawyer. I'm saying you're a football player. It's in your blood. That's racist. <laughs> your soul. That's racist. Your eyes. That's gay. That's homophobic. That's black. That's racist. Damn. What was it? Donald Glover is gold, man. Yeah, the subtle script writing that Dan Harmon, the producer, makes with a bunch of talented writers in this show is completely unparalleled to most other shows that try to go along this theme of like satire and fun because sometimes shows will do too much and they will get like scolded for it or they'll do too little and it won't come across mm. as funny or relatable but yeah. personally I think community does a good job of hitting that sweet spot in the middle where it's both like can laugh to it while not going to jail for it like for it being too harsh so I think community is a good show to it's, it's a good balance show uh, yeah that's what I want to say I feel like community falls under the same umbrella as shows like Parks and Rec and like The Office and stuff like that, right? For the longest time uh, back then, people uh, who supported community very uh, diligently would mm-hmm. be in a tussle with the people who supported Parks and Rec diligently. Right. So like in a Venn diagram, there can be people in the middle who like both shows, but those people who like stand Parks and Rec would find violent objections against people who stand community. So it's like a back and forth, like, no, your show sucks. Our show has this character, that episode, that kind of thing. But oh, just enjoy it, just enjoy it, man. Don't come, just. You may stop being a little bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for language. Hey, by the way, uh, Alison Brie is amazing in there. Alison Brie is amazing. Yes. Period. End of. See, Chunin is a good man. Yeah. Man. Season three. Whoa. So, yep. so, since, yes, you like Alison Brie. Tell us what else you like. Rita. Like, Sure. I mean, I mean in a show. <laughs> Who's Rita? Brita, 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 Brita. Oh, it's a community character. Okay. Uh, what, what what's the name? Julia Jacobs. Yes, she's amazing. I like her. Oh, actually, actually, she. She's in this uh Netflix show that I really really like. Yes, love. Do you watch it? Yeah, I do. It's amazing. I like it so much. We were like bonding over here. Whoa. <laughs> I really like uh, Jillian Jacobs a lot, a lot. I actually don't know what this show is about. What, what's love about? Love, love is about this, uh, this, this guy, right? I forgot. I think he's Jewish or something. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, yeah then, then uh, he's in love with this uh, very toxic uh, female which is, who has a, a fucked up life. Just really a fucked up life. 
Like she takes drugs, yeah. she's addicted to sex, she just sleeps around and yeah, she has a lot of bad habits. And it's, wow. it's a love story between the two. So it's like they're completely opposites. So yeah, it's really nice. And you can see the struggles between the both of them. It's like so amazing. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. You can watch it. Actually, Warrior, I think you should go and watch it. Everyone Why? Should is, watch it, it. is it because I'm single? No, it's, no, okay, I, I watched it like last year or something also. It was amazing. <laughs> the, the whole script writing and everything, um, the emotions, it's... Right. It's for worried, like, basically. Yeah. It's for me. And I'm, and I'm into romance, like, so... Aww. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> Always good to know for ladies out there seeking romance. <laughs> children can romance you all night. <laughs> whoa, whoa. PG, PG, man. PG. That's but Birch, do you have any... Do you have any that's my, shows? that's my movie right there. Children just played it. Do you hear it? What, what movie is that? It cannot Kalimba? be pronounced by... <laughs> the movie that I would recommend to everyone out there is uh, Platform. The Platform. Okay, that one. You want to play the trailer first and maybe I will slowly... Yeah, you, you, you just talk about it then I'll play the trailer over. Yeah, like copyrighted. Oh, okay, 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 cool. Okay, so, so the platform actually, like, I think it was recently released on, on Netflix. So if like, you like films like Parasite, I think you will love this film. Okay, I don't want to give away too much. Maybe I just try to... Okay, let me think, how do I not give it away? Okay, so it just talks about human greed, right? So human greed, really, at its most extreme. So if you cannot stand gore, right, or like mutilation, yeah, then don't, don't, uh, don't watch, watch it. this. Trigger warning, okay? <laughs> Trigger warning, it really gets bloody and violent but the message is really really very strong so I felt like um, it was worth the watch and it really kind of opened my eyes the whole concept takes some time to understand I think some people might struggle to like at the ending they might not really get like oh what what do they actually mean but I think if you from the beginning you just watch each character especially the main character uh, what he stands for his beliefs then slowly you sort of put two and two together and you get what what is he actually trying to Say, yeah, you saw that, that thing that just happened, right? The guy fell and died. Yeah, so I'll not give away anything more. I think if I do, then you'll probably spoil the how good of a film it is. Just go and check it out. Right, right, right. Human greed, that's what I'm going to say. Human greed at its extreme. The platform. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've heard like raving reviews about this, but like they say that it's, yeah, it's incredibly like, you know, violent and stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of gore. So like, if you are, you get easily triggered by like uh, mutilated body parts, uh, stabbings, blood, stuff like that. Then then don't 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 watch it. Skip it. Should but you watch this with a with a partner? Actually, no, you can't even watch it with a partner watch because it like. With a partner. Oh, good question. NPCC will come after you. Well, you watch it. Huh? No, no partner watching man. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix party, then it's fine. Netflix party. Yeah, I'm talking about Netflix party. Netflix party. Oh, oh, oh. Netflix party. Nice safe, nice safe. Yeah, yeah. I do appreciate how the I don't know what the the producer's name was, but I do appreciate how he's using these like violent forms of uh, expression to like get a good message across. Like it's not just mm. this, you know shows like um, South Park or Happy Tree Friends. That's just mindless violence for no reason. But this yeah, is like pretty really enjoyable. Yep, no, they're enjoyable for sure. I <laughs> love the show. Uh-huh. But I think this friends. Did a good, or girl, guy or girl. Or uh-huh. they, both, they did a good job of uh, using uh, these violent interpretations to get a serious 
principle across to all of us with the platform. Right. Yeah. I think their major plus point is that they don't um they don't like sugarcoat it or like uh try to water it down. They really give it give the reality like in a very out in your face kind of thing. Oh, so really, yeah. So it's it's good, like, it's good. It's really like in your face, like, oh this is this is what reality is. Then you're just like smacked in the face, left and right, like wow. So this is the world we live in today. So yeah, go and watch it, man. You guys will not regret it. Well, on the topic of depression, my show is also as depressing. <laughs> and I recommend people to watch. Uh, it's a Korean drama on oh Netflix. Oh my god. Why do I... <laughs> okay. Korean drama. Go watch it. Yeah, it's, it's a Korean drama on Netflix called uh, Life. I'm just going to play the, the trailer behind first. Uh, just so I can talk about worry. Okay, so what this show is about is basically talking about um, it follows the story of a bunch of police officers, and like the reason why I like this show a lot is because it's incredibly real. It's so real, as in the, the people involved in the stories are you know you relate to it in, in like a very personal level because they go through such everyday problems, such as you know like families and careers and job. And because they're police officers, right? And, and I think it's very it's very telling of how society treats civil servants you know like the show talks about how like, oh, dude this this music is popping off <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna turn off the music yeah so uh, what this show talks about is you know like the police officers they do their work right but at the same time the public don't quite acknowledge that or they don't really appreciate the work they do so hmm. they only see the the negatives that the police do but the positives the police do they don't get any like praise and stuff like that which I think you know, speaks to what's happening in the real world sometimes when yeah, we don't we don't really give appreciation to people that deserve it. Like maybe right now it's police officers and you know like the medical staff right now handling the COVID crisis. Um one thing that this show did was that when I was watching it in, in, in NS, uh, I had like a day off. And so in the morning I woke up, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna watch one one episode of this of this show. Uh, by the way, it's called Life, L-I-V-E. Uh, it's a Korean drama. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I cried. I cried in the morning. <laughs> yeah, because it was so sad and it was like so... It, it's an incredibly real show. Like, like it talks about love in the most raw way possible. It talks about suffering and, and just uh, the, the pain of, of living in the most realest way that you can. And I think that, you know, yeah, I... I like to feel depressed watching those kind of shows. <laughs> yeah. watch it. it sounds like everything yeah. that I've been looking for in my life right now. Being quarantined yeah. and confined. Yeah, being depressed. Mm. Yep, yep. Actually, there's, actually there's one more. There's another movie that I think everyone should watch which is called uh, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. I never heard it before. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Like go ahead. Chilean, go ahead. Come on, you. <laughs> okay, fine. Talk about so, it. Jo- so, so Jojo Rabbit was uh, is directed by Ta- Taiki Taika Waititi, I think, who is yes, the legend. Legend. Yes, he's the director of Thor Ragnarok. If you don't know him, whoa. And yeah, yeah, he's pretty oh, good. Like and and the whole reason why is because like it, it fits into my style of humor, like Jojo Rabbit. You know, it's not so it's not offensive like. Like there's literally like a scene in the beginning which is not a spoiler, you know. It, I think it's in the trailer where the kid runs down the street saying "Hail Hitler, Hail Hitler!" like seven times or running out. It's, it's down, in- down the street. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Have you watched this, Birch? 
No, I never watched it before. It's this. amazing. It's the first time I'm hearing it. It's the first time I'm hearing it. Dude, go and watch Jojo Rabbit if you can because yeah. I recommend everyone to watch it. It's right. so it, it's such a, a weird way to look at uh, the Nazi regime and the normal people living with it. Yeah. yeah. And there's so much emotions involved. Right? Like, there's sadness, happiness, romance, um, adventure, betrayal, everything. Violence. Yeah, and it follows this kid. So, like, you see the, that life through a kid and it's freaking funny and you should watch it. Yeah, yeah it's Jojo Rabbit. It's so ah. Yeah, it's incredibly heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. Now we all got shows to watch. I watch each other's <laughs> shows. I like how diverse Tiger is, right? He had another show about a bunch of, like, uh, I think zombies and, like, how, no, not zombies, vampires and how they function. Uh-huh. It's called uh, What We Do in the Shadows. And, like, oh, that, oh, oh, that show, right? Oh, it's, yeah. It's straight up, like, you will appreciate how much Taika can switch from like this character in Jojo Rabbit to like this particular fella in uh, What We Do in the Shadows because it just shows up how talented he is to like go from one end of the spectrum to the other very like, just like that. Like, I can't yeah. snap but yeah in a, in a snap. Uh, just, just to add on Taika YTT actually plays Hitler in Jojo Rabbit Whoa. And, he's, <laughs> yeah, and he's incredibly funny so yeah you should watch Jojo Rabbit it's so good especially like a history buff like me like he got all the references of Hitler and stuff like that like right yeah. in the movie which I which I appreciate a lot Mussolini? Like he, no is that not the same? No. So Mussolini? Mussolini is <laughs> I don't know I, don't know. I feel history excuse me? isn't Mussolini the Italian one? <laughs> isn't it yeah isn't it food or something? No, Mussolini no, was the dictator. Oh, that, that's that's Fusilli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fusilli <laughs> and Mussolini. Dude, there's a big... So, dude, me and Trinian are not dictators. Trinian, uh, you, you need more sleep, Trinian. Uncivilized. You, you, you all need more sleep. Uh. Yeah, I'm just fine, apparently, Trinian. So okay, I'm just going to say this. There is this show that has been Why making around for the past few years, Okay. When it started in 2010, 2011, nobody kind of knew about it because it was like under the radar. But okay. after a while, it got a lot of traction. It got a lot of popularity. It, it was touted as the best TV show in history, in modern history. Okay? And its writing and cinematography was so good until, until in 2019, I think, 2019, when they released... Season 8. Oh no. Yes, oh, I'm no. talking about it. Oh, I, no. I know it, but I don't know. I'm talking about Game, Game of, Thrones. of Thrones. Oh. Let me just say this. Don't ever, ever start Game <laughs> of Thrones. It is a fucking trash show. Like, it's, not, it's not a trash show, like, but it, had, it has the worst ending in TV show history ever. It, it has too much potential to just end off with a spectacular like bang to like end off as like the gold of all TV shows and then just does that in season 8 which is very disappointing. Do you know, okay, there's this one scene in season 8. I don't care if I'm going to spoil it. Nobody watches it anyway season 8 because it's a freaking, it's a joke. It's a comedy show. Yes. It's not, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's not medieval. It's comedy. This lady named Daenerys Targaryen okay, burned down an entire city. We saw this in episode 4. She burned on the entire city. Innocents died. Millions of people died. Thousands of people died. Burned in front of our fucking eyes. The next episode, this character named Arya Stark walks up to her brother who was in love with this woman and she says, with the straightest of face, I know a killer when I see one. 
Bitch, we saw the whole thing, the episode before. Why are you telling us now? And I was so enraged by the shitty writing that I was just like, oh my god. I invested years. <laughs> years into this stupid <laughs> show. Rich, rich, rich is coming out. <laughs> this is what you give me? <laughs> just for context, for those of you not, who weren't particular with, uh, familiar with Warwick's background, he came from, he and Julian both came from this mass <sighs> yeah, management course from in Polytechnic. So they knew a thing or two about writing and like, you know, production quality. So, I mean, I wouldn't say, no, I wouldn't say we know about writing or production quality <laughs> because we are quite trash no? or so, but as an, audience, <laughs> as an audience standpoint, it was okay. fucking horrible. Okay. I tried to give you like a bit of like, I heard the same reviews. Then, so. Yeah, it's terrible. So don't ever start watching Game of Thrones unless you want to be heartbroken just like the two of us. Trina, do you have any comments to add? Uh, just disappointment. Just <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Like we actually, you know, like spend our NS like wait, waiting for for the for the seventh season, right? Be disappointed. Yeah. Oh. Then it all boiled down to this like pile of disappointment. Oh fuck. Okay, let me <sighs> Can I can I recommend one more series? Dude, sure. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Wait, uh, I sent the link. I don't know if you can open it. Okay, so this this uh series is called uh, let me see, Wentworth. W e n t w o r t h. Oh, I tell you. Okay, so if you watch Orange is a New Black, right? It's a, it's about like a show. It showcases a prison. So basically, a, a woman's prison, lah. So this lady goes in. You know how she adapts. So like, if Orange is a New Black is here, right? I think Wentworth is like. Ooh. It's a bold like, statement. Like, like God knows where, okay? Like, legit. It, it, the characters are super duper strong. And they had this uh, main character who plays as a villain. And she's the superintendent of the prison. La. So, yeah. And then they kind of show her going against the female king in the prison as well. So, yeah, okay. So, you just... To show you how brutal it is, right? Let me just... Let it's, them see this shock. You, you can you can you can describe it uh, because like, some okay, people will not watch the video. Yeah. Okay, okay, so this as you can see in this um if if you watch the video, okay. So the superintendent, she actually reaches a stage where she herself gets thrown into prison for something that happened. So you, you never hear this, right? So actually this series has so many plot twists, right? You 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 can't even expect what's gonna happen. Like one moment they build this character up, and the next moment this character is gone, like just wiped up. Just like that. So it's pretty brutal, pretty violent, but really, really uh, powerful because the character really sticks with you. Like their life stories in prison, their backgrounds that they come from. You know, some things that they, that really weren't in their control. They were just like a victim of their circumstances. So I feel like it has a, it has a very human element that kind of connect with me as a, as a viewer. Oh then, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The look at that flare. Of- <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. So it's, uh, it's cool. It's a lot of, Badass fights. Yeah, it looks nice. So anyone who watched the video, right? The person who is like standing in the middle is the superintendent. And she, yeah, she's a badass. You can see in that video. She takes on like, I think, five, six, seven, eight people. Yeah, so currently we are watching a superintendent <laughs> beat the shit out of a girl. No, not beat the shit out of a girl, but like she's beating her in, in a fight. Yeah. Is this spoiler to say that? Because oh, no, no, it was... No. It's not really, yes. It's a... Uh, it, I, I honestly think it's not really a spoiler because there are so many spoilers in this show. There are so many like twists and turns. I think this is just like one of the God knows how many. Right. So, yeah. But watch it. I think it's a really, really good series to spend your circuit breaker in because you can relate. 
you know. Also, not to go back to Game of Thrones, but for years we've been trying to avoid spoilers for Game of Thrones, then end up it meant nothing. <laughs> nothing. You it's can't let it go, man. Let it go, Warren. Let it go. <laughs> Dude, imagine trying to watch a show for like years. Like you invest everything in the show and then they just shit on it. The writers took the paycheck and said, oh, bye-bye, we're going to Netflix. And then, you know, Disney, they were supposed to work on Disney, right? On Star Wars, uh, DB-wise and whatever name is David Benioff or some shit. And, and Disney like fired them. You know, they were like let go. They were let go on like, you know, mutually respected decision or some shit, you know. My god, what a bunch of idiots. It's, it's sounds like how, how I met my mother's Warren, ending. Warren has the love for the show than his, uh, his own family, I think, for how passionate <laughs> Yeah, nah, that's not true though. I love, I love my family more than the fucking hey, show. Are funny. Yeah. Yes. So, speaking of movies and media, uh, there's this um, philosophy or <laughs> a, a, a theory that it's called the culture industry. Which I think that you know it's, it speaks volumes about the whole you know world and stuff like that. Um, does anybody care to explain what the what it means? I don't know. I don't know. Can someone explain? I don't know. Okay, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so, know. So this guy who came up with the idea uh, is named Theodore Adorno. Adorno. He comes uh-huh. up with this. Is it a theory or a concept? I think it's a. I don't think he had this idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He has this idea of the culture industry. Basically, what this means is that he believes that um, media, for example, like movies, uh, the best example I'll give is The Avengers. Okay? Um, he talks about how Hollywood is pumping out constant movies and shows and content to people to the point that, that this whole you know, idea of Hollywood and media is is like a factory, like just churning out movies. Making factory. Yeah, to the point that it makes people lose that sense of or lose that uh, rational not not rational choice or, or just lose that 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 feeling of choice. Like you're not watching it because you want to. You're watching it because you know you it's there. It's there. It's there. Like yeah. you didn't choose to watch the Avengers. You know? The culture industry produced it yeah. to make you watch it. Yeah, right. And even if you avoid it, right, you won't be able to avoid it entirely because they're oh. just all around us, you know, like the the posters on your void deck, the whatever shit. So it's like, even if you don't want to consume them, you are still being exposed to them. So it has an effect on how you think, how you behave. It just shows like how aggressive the marketing is, right? Like people in this industry don't just stop at uh, one, like an online advert, a poster, uh, message they will go to the extremes they'll invest big big chunks of money to make sure that these uh these movies these shows reach the even the deepest ends of like uh fucking Timbuktu even Timbuktu people know Avengers or so the hell is Timbuktu oh. I don't know it's like a mountain somewhere Timbuktu I'm sure <laughs> mountain. are you sure isn't are you it sure? a brand Kevin are you sure it's a mountain Timbuktu Tim- is like Himalayan mountain or some shit but like, really oh, I, I, mean, thought, I thought it was a brand Timbuktu T-I-M-B-U-K-T-U yeah, right, I thought it was a brand. It's my bag. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's the brand of your bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a brand, dude. It's a place or so. I saw it's a place or so. It's, it's a place. Okay. Okay. That's cool. So, so carry on your point. Carry on your point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just agreeing with Trinian saying that um, even HDB for that, like, it shows you how far they're willing to go, like these lengths they're willing to take just to get uh, these shows drilled in our, drilled in our minds. Yeah. 
and, and I think there's another idea by Adorno is that um, like art does does not have its value. Ooh. I think uh, is it by him? Yeah, he's yeah the, he mentioned commodification, right? That's the word that he. I I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure if my. Okay. Nice uh, he says that art was supposed to be a means of escape from capitalist, but right. instead, art was becoming standardized or commodified yeah. to yeah. the point that it was akin to a factory producing goods. Mm-hmm. So you can see media and movies and shows as 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 art. You know, like just like people just churning it out. You know. Right. For for the sake of capitalism, right? Like you know, they they only produce this movie because they know it will earn money, not because they have they they want to say something about uh a message in the movie or whatever. Right. So it's kind. Of, I mean, in a way, it's kind of like Jack Newell's film. Oh. About it, yeah. Oh. You know, like our boys to men. They, yeah, they are precisely they produce like so many our boys to men, not because like they want to say something. It's because it earns money. So it milks, so like basically milks. Yeah. So you're saying that the our boys to men films are trash. Oh. Um, no, I'm 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 saying the first two are, are watchable. Yeah, watchable, watchable. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, or maybe yeah. like Transformers. You know, like I mean, I'm not. I mean, right. No hate lah, but Transformers. You know, like the first few. It's I still I think it's a really good flick, but the rest is just like they're trying to milk it. I thought like the first the first one was quite good. Eh? The first one was good. I yeah. like I like the first one. The first one yeah. was pretty. Was it Megan Fox and yeah, Shiva? Megan, Megan Fox, yeah. yeah. But well, once after that, have you guys watched it? Yeah, yeah. Really? Is it good? Uh it's not. I th- I think first. I think you're right. First one's still the best. Like with uh, yeah. Nothing against uh. What's the name? Michael Bay. Huntington. The girl's name. Oh. Who? I think Huntington. The the the. Oh, Rosie Huntington. Oh, Rosie, Rosie, Rosie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean. Yeah. yeah. Actually, those movies were meant to just sell toys, right? Was I, it? Or was it sure. a TV show? So originally, right, uh, Transformers. You know the cartoon we watched in like um, back then, back in the days of Kids Central, when we had when we had the Transformers cartoons, right. Originally, the reason why those cartoons were made was so that they could sell toys. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I was reading on Reddit as you do at three a.m. in the morning about uh <laughs> about how it you know you know the Mandalorian. And Baby Yoda. Star Wars. Yes, Sorry, Yoda. I don't watch Star Wars. Do you know the meme about, Baby, me. about Baby Yoda? <laughs> yeah. 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 Apparently, apparently somebody, somebody was like, you know, doing like this conspiracy theory that Baby Yoda was, was, was created just for the sole purpose of selling dolls. Um, my, I don't know, but there's because some logic cute. to it. Because it's cute. You know, it's it's kind of a, of a formula, right? Like even even it, with movies, you always have that kind of working formula where there's this protagonist, this antagonist. Then you have the very pretty right. uh, female to fill the visuals. Then after that, yeah. you have that. Nowadays, you have that uh, LGBT character that's always, very, yeah, very yeah. pridey. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. To so appeal, it's, to give now, this that, now that's the formula. Hmm? Right to give this the sort of like inclusivity and like yeah. all, all about everything all together. But no, we just want to leech off that market audience's money right, and continue right. this chain of yeah, continuous yeah. capitalism. But the thing is, it, it can be in the name of, you know, like, because you want, this, this story can still be carried out when you add these characters. But, but it's, it's just that um, they, they, they're, they're, not, they're not a driving force for the story. They just no. simply added so that 
you know, like you can value. you can earn money. Yeah, production value. Yeah, right. representation for the sake of representation. Yeah, and it's no longer yeah, for I mean, the story. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like what I don't know was trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, to spell I don't know if if you want to Google him is is A D O R N O. Or you can simply just Google the culture industry and try and read up on on that if you're interested. Um, so basically, what yeah, the 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 representation uh is kind of like what he's trying to say, like like you're supposed to put them in to to send a message, right. but sometimes it feels so fabricated and so forced that you don't like that they're doing the representation because it feels like very what's it called like like hem hem down in in your mm-hmm. shows or your movies that it lose that appeal or that you know that uh-huh. uniqueness about that certain character or that certain storyline right. actually so. it's, it's not just for movies it's the same for uh, music as well because yeah. if uh, I mean if, if if you guys are familiar right there's actually this there's there's been a, quite a few articles uh, and videos on YouTube right they actually uh, musicians musicians they complain about this uh, formula where, where there's a specific formula on Spotify that like a genre and type of music that appeals to musicians, you know, is to appeal the, to the public. Is it the four chord? Um, I mean that that, too, that that is gener- that that is the whole idea of pop music. But yeah. um, apart from that, there's a, you know you know like lo-fi music. Uh huh. Yeah. So so it's like uh for on Spotify right there's this uh if you really want to make money off it there's this generic formula that you can follow that this very specific style. Yeah. So it's like if you if you are you you can so um musicians are generally like they're being presented with two options. Either you stick to your stick to your own uh taste, you know, and make it for the sake of making like because you want to send a message. Um but in return you won't be earning much money or you just follow what's popular and you get to earn money. Yeah. You get to Ideally, have a living. You do you or yeah. you do us. Yeah. There's no in between. Yeah, I think there's some artists out there who who like did talk about it, like talk about how they there's some albums that they produce that wasn't really them, but they kind of mm-hmm. had to just do that kind of music just to make the Money. capital. Yeah, make the capital. Yeah. I think I don't also mentioned this uh term. We call it uh, what dialectic of enlightenment. So Damn. Pretty, pretty broad term. Okay, simply put, it's just it's just the idea of that we think we are progressing, but actually we are not. So as like consumers, right? So when you look at like the culture industry and stuff, you think that, oh, I actually have the power to choose. But actually, you don't. Because you're already like being uh, funneled into, into a specific kind of a taste. You kind of de- develop a certain type of taste for certain things. So one, one phenomenon that you can actually, that I can think of, uh, or talk of my head is uh, K-pop. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say about K-pop? What are you trying to say about K-pop? You I, I like K-pop also, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, I do agree. Right? So, so, yeah, it's like, it's kind of very, very like, uh, the word they use is uh, formulate. Like, it's very repetitive. Mm. You see the same type of dance move, the rhythm, the music, the patterns. Yeah. Right? And then you just see being like rehashed over and over again. Mm-hmm. And But people and, are like, by the way, if you, you have it. anything to say, you can add dissolve again on Instagram. <laughs> Do not collectively share these views. These are I don't hate K-pop. I don't hate K-pop. Right. I didn't say I hate K-pop. Okay, but just, I agree. Eh. You, you know, even for K-pop, <laughs> there's a formula. Like in the right. group, there are certain people who are the visuals. Exactly. Then they are the leader. Then they are right. they are there to portray certain values and character. 
Blackpink yeah. is not like that, man. How dare you? How dare <laughs> you? Oh, even Blackpink has their has their visuals, uh, their singer, their that's true. yeah, that's kind right. of right. Yeah. Who who who's that? Who's, who's their visual? Let's see. I think Jenny. I think the most yeah Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. Jenny was she's the dancer and the visual. Yeah. But I don't like Jenny though. I prefer Lisa. Lisa. I, I like I like I like Lisa too. But she's she's, like, she's also a visual. I think. Let yeah. me let me Google. They're all there for singles like Chunyan and Warit, basically. Oh, okay. damn. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I mean, black. I mean, you're not wrong. Rose. Oh. You're not wrong, man. Yeah. And they set such un like unachievable standards, man. Like in terms of like beauty and all that. Like, if you look at the look yeah. at all they're just like picture perfect, okay? Really picture perfect. But you Too know perfect. You know the one thing I realized is that I, I don't know, but but when I was like watching shows and stuff like that, like American actors and actresses. Right. I always portray very beautiful, very good looking. Right. But British actors and people from the UK in general, like UK actors and, and mm. celebrities and stuff like that, uh, you know, they they don't look as good, but I feel that like their acting and stuff is much more real and much more in, in a way better than, than those American yeah. ones. Yeah. Right. Uh yeah. And that's what I yeah. feel. Yeah. And there's this obsession with uh they call it the white messiah deep, right? Right. <laughs> you see in most yeah. movies, always the, it's always the white guy that is like the savior and the black dude is like, I don't know, either enemy or he dies first or something. I don't know. Yeah, That's yeah. Like, right, some movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like along the lines of uh, what we've heard our whole life. Like, if it's not fixed, it bolo. If it works. <laughs> if, it's not, if, it's not if it works, right? What the f- oh my if God. it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's the one, yeah, that's the one. Like, yeah. first capitalists this whole time have, they know that they have the power to influence these trends mm-hmm. and which direction these trends go to. So if they see that this trend is in a trajectory that earns them the most money, what, right. what's to stop them from, like, straying from that uh, right. that plan? They're going to keep making the white guy the hero. They're going to keep making the black guy die first or be the criminal in traditional <laughs> movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, actually, can I, Kevin, can I ask you a question? Like, because, I'm because single. I, 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 no, I say I cannot agree. I mean, you're you're single, yes. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> are you? Are you? Wait, wait. Are you? Leaks. Are you? Is a Korean thing also, right? I'm tripping. Are you? I eh? I like. Are you? Are you? Are you is my favorite. Don't know what are you is. But are are you? Are you? Are you single? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, uh, I'm attached to Jesus. I am. Praise the Lord. What I was trying to say. Okay. Okay, but my my question to you is um. Because I think we, we have, I do agree with you that we have this habit of, you know, like, if it ain't broken, then don't fix it, right? But do, do you think it's the same with capitalism? You know, like, like it's still working for now, but we all know that eventually, you know, it's bound for... Are we sure it's working though? Are we sure it's working? It, it, I mean, I mean working? there are flaws, but, you know, like, with every recession, there's always a bounce back, you mm. know, but, you, you know, you know, like, this cannot continue forever, right? It's true. So you're advocating for a communist state? Uh, I didn't say that, but <laughs> but actually, you, actually, you learn that in econs, you know, like right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it the whole thing functions because there's supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, it always fluctuates. And if you look at the stock market, there's always a crash and whatever. Hey, supply and demand is my love life, man. There's supply, but there's no demand. Oh, <laughs> and if that happens to capitalism, the whole thing crashes. <laughs> If war, if war happens, we can just give Warren's love life to globalize capitalism. 
incredible. Okay, because I've been watching this YouTube channel called uh, Economics Explained. It's G- actually really interesting. How old are you, man? Dude, yeah, it's, it's, it's really so good. It's so relevant. It explains so much things about the economy, how our world works. I think you guys should check it out. If yeah, you guys want to understand how the world works. Economics it, explained. Yeah, economics explained. It's it's a yellow double E, I think, like the the logo. Oh, it's, okay. It's because in um they have really like good content and they explain to you how like the reasons why behind uh, the reasons why Greece fell and why the Brexit is happening and what's the re- what's the economic repercussions of it. All this, it's like it's really good content if you're if you're bored and you just want to learn more about the things. Uh. When yeah, you know when this whole COVID thing is going on. Yeah, another another YouTube channel I will plug is called uh, Oversimplified. Oh, that's Ooh, cool. That's yeah, good. that's good. Wow, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yep, yeah. Oversimplified. I'm not gonna. Exp- it's just basically this guy who makes anima- um, animations explaining history and historical events, and it's it's really really good. So you should watch that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, nice. In in speaking about like the culture industry and like I don't know speaking about you know art being manufactured, there's this guy called Banksy. Banksy. What is you know? Banksy. Banksy. Which, which country is he from? Uh? Does anybody know? Banksy. I don't know. I want to say UK. I really want to say UK, but I could be okay. yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, okay. Just right. I want to go right now. I think it's like... UK. Yeah. Yeah. So, England based. Yeah. He yeah. England. Yeah. Bristol. UK, yeah, you're right. United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what did he what did he do that, that stood what out, Birch? Okay, so this guy is pretty dope. So actually what he did was um there was this uh they have an auction, right? For like you know paintings and all that, then the, the highest bidder gets it. So this dude, what what he did, because he wanted to, to sort of drive home the point that um art shouldn't be commod- commodified, which is what we mentioned earlier, right? So like it's like a kind of like a a stand against uh, capitalism. So just when like the bell hit and the highest bidder like sort of uh, purchased the art, right? It shreds itself into pieces. And it's like, it's it happened live and people are like just uh, flabbergasted. They just look at it and like, what? What's going on? So it wasn't actually planned. So I think it was a pretty, a pretty uh, slap in the face to capitalism. And it's a dope-ass picture if you actually Google it. Oh, you can see in the video. Yeah. Because Banksy this whole time had, uh, like, he's been doing these um, sort of abstract but simple paintings that have a lot of meaning right. behind them. And he had no issue when people were supporting the paintings or showing mad love for him. He, his issue was when people were arguing over which amount or yeah. trying to value. Commodify it. Yeah, commodify mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But you know, like, there's another point of view which is, like, you know the whole spreading of the art thing, right? It's actually a uh, a small like a publicity stunt for him. Yeah, that means he commodifying himself. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, isn't some, it not? I mean, that, that that's the whole idea, like even though I I really like Banksy and I choose to believe that mm-hmm. you know, he did it as a as a way of um, protest. Yeah. yeah, protest. As a screw yeah. you. Yep. He, he actually had this like very this very amazing like um art exhibition, right? It's mm-hmm. called This Marlin. Mm-hmm. It's based on the idea of uh Disneyland, but uh instead, right, everything there is of a dystopian future. Ooh. Like that that's the whole theme. And the whole park was like it's massive. But, but the thing was, um it was only created temporary. Then which means everything will be removed and 
yeah, collapse. So oh. it's pretty cool. You can check it out. It's no longer there, but you can see like images of it. Wow. They have this like very distorted images and uh, sculptures of um, Disney characters. I think oh. just, just just a few. Yeah, yeah. and the rest I, of his artwork. I feel oh. like Banksy kind of like took inspiration from I don't know from what he's been doing. Right? Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, Maybe like, you know, yeah, exactly. Like because I don't know, also was known to not like Disney, right? Like Walt Disney, right? Yeah, uh, I have no idea about that. Yeah, he, he he didn't like Walt Disney, I think. Oh. Yeah, but like you know, but also to to add on, like I don't know, was like an art person, was a very very artistic person, very into the art. So maybe one criticism can be that maybe is he too? What's the word? Um, too. Oh. Sorry. Right. A snob is that is that what you call him? A snob. Yeah, like a, like a snob, like you know. <laughs> Ew, back in my day, the art was supposed to be like this. <laughs> it looks all trash and stuff. Then society is destroying my art. I mean, you can. Is you that can your that. attempt at a British accent or? Can show you how it's, it's done? It's, it's me on. attempting to to be a British person, attempting to mock a British person. Ah, <laughs> oh, I see. Lovely. Yeah, I mean, you can try. You're the you're the cook, you're the Eurasian here. Sure. Yeah, you can you can you can try out. Yeah. Oh, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. Yeah, but um, yeah. So basically, <laughs> that's. Do you Korean now? What the hell? Uh, no, I just changed my specs. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I just went back with my the other specs. Opa, yeah. yeah. So just to just to wrap it up, um, trying if we we do upload this on YouTube, please you know catch it on YouTube because we do show some of the clips and some of the stuff they're talking about. We're just trying something new. Hopefully, it works. If it doesn't, then we we'll just quit. Really, oh. we just we just stop. We we'll just stop. I'll go back to watching economics explain. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. So, in, any other last suggestions or any other last words to say? Means, uh, yeah. So, to those who check us out on YouTube, if we actually post it, just remember that uh, Warrior is still single, and that you can always just hit him up anytime. Please. Why? Why is every episode saying about how I'm single? <laughs> Helping you, bro. <laughs> yeah, the most pity for. Oh no, kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> he grew like a mustache. Oh, okay, he's like really. Come on, man. We gotta. No, the mush, the mustache, and and the beard is is in defiance or in protest <laughs> of society? this whole of society in general. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm not Support gonna leave the house. Death. I mean, even if I were to leave the house, I'm gonna wear a mask, so you can't even see anything. But yeah. you wear a mask every day anyway, so I mean, it's fine. Right. And with that, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for joining me, uh, for sharing your stories and your movies and shows. So, you know, you can go and catch them out. Um, what are the shows? Let me, let me just repeat the shows that we say. Um, first, it was live from me. Um, next is Day Platform in, on Netflix. Community on Netflix. Love. Watch show? Love on so Netflix. Watch it. Uh, Jojo Rabbit might be somewhere I don't know you can go and look for it you know the internet know. is is vast and speaking about Adono we talked about Theodore Adono his idea of the culture industry so you can go and look that up yeah. he's, uh, his writing is extremely hard to understand so I think I suggest you go and watch yeah. YouTube videos about it instead oh. yeah. so thank you for joining us uh, we hope to see you in the next episode oh, and end it off oh.